Podcast because we still don't know what the name is because we're going to announce it in about five minutes. Yeah, all right. Hey, what's up? Hey, wrestling fans, glad to have you on. Of course, uh, right now you heard my generic J and J Wrestling Podcast old theme, the one that I used with James back in the day. But yeah, you know what? That's all good. It's a little reminder that we thank you for all the support you've had for the, us, uh, whether it be me and James, me and Ferrari. Um, it, it's been a great road and we're ready to go down a new road. So we're ready to take care of that today. And we're going to let announce it. So I'm of course joined by the social media queen of the internet highway. Who's rather dressed like she's the queen of the highway tonight. I think she just, she's here for a fight. I think she's ready for, uh, for fantasy here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Ferrari, what is going on? You're on nine beggar. I am a nine bagger now. I'm glad you keep track of these things because uh, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 nine shows in a row. Okay, you'll be a perfect game in three weeks. Sweet. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and uh, we're gonna get to the name of our show in just a moment. I uh, have a guest. We announced last week that we were going to have the reigning, defending, and quite honestly undisputed, because because he is he has yet to be. Pinned in Rocksteady. He's yet to be pinned since the inception of when he was champion back in November. The Suicide Messiah. Hey, how you guys doing? Thank you guys for uh, having me on. This is your fourth visit now to the podcast altogether. That's because I love you guys. Yeah, it's, well, we, well, you better love me. You, love her. <laughs> you gotta go home. You gotta go home with her. So that's pretty much. I'm your her ride. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. In more ways than one. Oh, oh yeah. can we say right. that? Sorry. You can. Okay. You can. You can. All right. So, <laughs> Ferrari, you put the poll on the J&J Wrestling Podcast site. I did, and I spammed it everywhere. And in the middle of uh, today's show, our name will change. Yay. Let's <laughs> find out what our name is changing to. Well, it was very close. Wait a minute. Do we do this the right way? Drum roll, please. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that sounds like a Wookiee. <laughs> Mine sounded like a terrible rooster. Um, all right. The winner is Tales from the Highway. Welcome go. to Tales from the Highway, a Yay. wrestling podcast. All right. And this is going to be great because uh, this was a suggestion that I actually put out there. I want to thank you very much for your votes for it. Um, because, quite honestly, you know, the Highwaymen have been a very important part of wrestling history. And who better than to have the person who is the most sober out of all of them at the, most of the time, the Queen Ferrari. She, by the way, she more than likely drove most of them home, too, at the same time. Uh, so yeah, yeah usually I was yeah. the one who was driving. I'm the DD-designated driver. Um, but, um, yeah, no, I'm excited. I, I'm glad, like, is when you first came up with this, you know, Tales from the Highway, I was like, that's actually perfect. And not even just because of the Highwaymen. I mean, even before the Highwaymen, Mark and I were road tripping 
from New York to Pennsylvania to West Virginia to North Carolina to Canada. I mean, there's a lot of... There's a lot of highways that we have been up and down that we can tell you all sorts of stories about. So, in due time. <laughs> in due time. And, and, and Mark laughs over here because he knows that some of these stories is going to probably bring out some laughs and fun. And Yeah, there was like cost, U.S. Customs, handcuffs, uh, you know, the, the, a bunch of stuff that I'm sure West will come Virginia, out. West Virginia, underage Vir- girls, tattoos, you know, all yeah. sorts of things. <laughs> you guys are making me will not want to go anywhere near West Virginia. No, don't go. Don't go to West Virginia. Don't go to West Virginia. Um, but we will go there eventually because I know Rocksteady Wrestling is looking to uh, go up to West Virginia, Pennsylvania, New York, Ontario. So that's coming up sometime, hopefully within the next year or so. Yeah, we um uh. We were just up in New York uh, for, you know, business and personal. Um, and on the business side of it, uh, we uh, really, we, we were looking at uh, five or six different venues, um, all of which uh, definitely want Rocksteady up there. Um, uh, we're, we're looking at the West New York area. Um, I'm looking at the very real possibility of uh, two shows. Um, you know, within a span of a week, maybe like a Friday and Saturday. Um, we also are, are discussing uh, a few things up in Ontario, uh, as well as uh, some of the states south of New York. Uh, it would be, you know, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, um, areas like that. Uh, a lot of it has to do with licensing. Uh, New York and Pennsylvania have to deal with licenses. Um, and a lot of it is dealing with you know connections that we've made over the years. I mean, again, there's no secret that Ferrari and I got our start uh, up in the Northeast uh, and and up in Canada. Um, so there's a lot of good things coming out of that. Um, not necessarily wrestling related, but again, as as I've told you before, Outbreak does deal with with more than just wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually did some location scouting for a film that. I'd like to say it's going to be in production uh, by the fall of this year, but it's looking more like second quarter of 2020. Um, and as much as I'd like to be able to film the, film the majority of it in Florida, the fact is, um, unfortunately for Florida, the majority of it will be probably filmed up in New York only for the fact that they have more resources, uh, more tax breaks, uh, and things like that in New York that we just can't achieved on here if we were filming porn now we get plenty of tax breaks in florida um but but we're not it's 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 a it's 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 an actual serious uh film and it's gotten a lot of interest um already just by shopping it around so we're looking forward to that there's a lot of big things coming up um i'm sure you know you can discuss some of the other things but those are the things that happen in new york i saw one of the pictures that you were uh that you sent me for a selection of one of the um scenes in the film you want to produce and I, 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 I was flabbergasted by the amazement and beauty of this um, this one um, building you chose and I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that plays out well that's scene. I mean that's the one thing about up up in the northeast is you know that's there are older buildings yes there are old buildings here in Florida but if you think about the early settlers who came here, like we're talking like early 1800s, oh, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. that's that's the kind of things that we're looking for. And I mean, the other thing with the film is um, this is a script that Mark wrote a couple of years ago. But if you've never worked in film, you've never written a script or anything like that. 
Um, we've gone through about 25 rewrites to the script already. And, there, and it's funny because there, there's still at least one more that I want to do. I want to go over it again and change a couple other things. So it's 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 a, it's a work in progress. And, 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 I mean, we've got four different scripts now that I'm working on. Um, you know, uh, it, it's it's just a matter of, of what we put our mind to. And right now this one, I think, is what we're going to put our mind to first. I received this in the mail... It was addressed to the secretary of the anonymous general manager. But it's some wonderful, great news for you. The contract has been signed. All right. The oh. date has not been finalized, but the contract is signed, so it will happen. The Cuban assassin, Fidel Sierra, and Fantasy will go against the queen of the highway because I don't think she'll be playing on the internet that day. No. Ferrari and the suicide messiah Mark Mandrake in the mixed tag mayhem. I, w I want to say a couple things first. Um, this this weekend uh, actually would end up being last night. Uh, yep, last night. Hopefully uh, everybody made it out to Cubans. Uh, uh, Cubans bar, Crazy Dave's. Mm -hmm. As much as I don't like Cuban and we have our problems, the fact is he's a local business owner. And uh, Ferrari and I both strongly believe. years I've had that place. Yes. Yes. And and it's, I, look, as much as we have issues, when he's not there, I love being at that bar. <laughs> um, but. And, uh, and maybe once we finally kick their butts and show that we're the better team, well, this can all be put aside and we can go hang out at Crazy Dave's. On Keene Road. In yes, Margo. and Margo, and Margo, and you want to get over there uh, soon. And you go go today. When you're done with this podcast, oh, yeah, go over there, enjoy a drink. You know, they celebrate have pool still. Tables, yes, they fifteen have years food, of crazy days. Good beer. Yeah, it it's Just, a it's a fun place. Now that being said, this now the the issues between Cuban Assassin and myself is taking a back seat because. The issues between Ferrari and Fantasy are actually eclipsing the issues between Cuban Assassin and myself. I think they hate they hate each other more than more than Cuban Assassin and myself hate each other. I think let's point out there's no titles at stake here. The Cuban Heavyweight Title is not on the line. The Rocksteady Heavyweight Championship is not on the line. There's no titles on the line here. And as you said before, you said you respect Fidel Sierra. Okay? Yes. Very simple. But you, Ferrari have pretty much said you don't have one iota of respect for fantasy for what she did to you on May 11th. Well, there was no reason for it. Mark won the match, and she was angry. Why? Because she screwed up? It was her fault that she hit Kennedy instead of Mandrake. She should have never even been involved in the match. So Mark wins the heavyweight title. I go in there to celebrate. And she comes raging in like this menopausal cretin that she is. <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be like when I face Chris Hamrick? You're going to talk a whole bunch of crap, but I'm going to take the beating? <laughs> oh, if I have it my way, it's just me and her, and you guys can just sit and watch. You know what? We could put chairs over inside for that, okay? Um... But I'm afraid of that because I'm also afraid that both men will pick them up and use them instead of sitting them. Um, you know, or I might take it. It's true too. That's true too. 
Um, very simply put, uh, this match will be signed. Uh, the date is going to um, be announced soon. I I'm really hoping we can get this for August 10th because this would be a fantastic main event um, for Rocksteady 3. And uh, Rocksteady 2 was a great match. You know what, Mark? I haven't had a chance to really talk to you about Rocksteady 2, and I think we should go ahead and talk about that. Um, first of all, there was many rumors that this may have very well been your partner's last match. Um, which long it has been rumored that as such. Um, so how does it feel to be in the ring one, with probably for the last time with your fellow highwayman, um, Butch Long? That was a very, uh, emotionally for me, it was a very difficult match. Um, because, you know, usually when you get in the ring with someone, you, 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 you know, there's some amount of dislike for each other. You know, but trying to, we teamed for eight years. I mean, you know, very few people know each other better than me and him know know you know know each other in the ring. Um, we've we've worked against each other in the past, and and we've beat the hell out of each other, all for a case of beer or, or what have you. I mean, brothers fight. Um, but it was a very difficult match, and and it was a very brutal match. Um, uh, I, I'll I'll be the first to admit. I mean, I I walked away from that match more injured than he did um it just happened that i was fortunate enough to get the win he could have easily beat me um i hope it's not his last match if it is um i was i'm i'm, I'm very honored that i was part of that um because I, I love the guy he's like my brother um you know i i i think that he still has a lot to give but but again we we all get to that point where our bodies are just telling us no and if he is at that point where his body's just telling him no then you know what it, it's best that that he hangs up the boots and and if he wants to help out behind the scenes or what have you then i you know i i know myself and, and the rest of of the rocksteady team would welcome that uh, just for his experience i mean the the, the the guy he's been in the ring with rick flair he's been in the ring with chris jericho and a number of other people in in wcw way back in the day um, he's got a wealth of experience that can help uh, a number of kids, and I think that he would be a, a huge asset to our locker room. But again, it, it really comes down to him. Um, I mean, it, it's very possible he wants to just spend time with family, uh, and you know, again, never say never. Um, you know, I, I I already know I have I have it set in my head the day that I'm going to hang up hang up the boots. I already know when it's going to happen. Um, that being said, even when that happens, I probably will tell people, hey, never say never. You never know what's going to come up. That's what I was going to say is never say never. Um, I mean, we've seen, as a fan, you should have seen in this business that people retire and they come back, you know, over and over again. Um, but we've seen friends and, you know, other wrestlers do the same thing. Oh, mm -hmm. man, I think I'm done. Even it came up on my memories. It was um, four years ago that Butch thought he was done when we did that show in Seminole. Yeah. And we did almost like the end of the Highwaymen, and um, then he then he was like, "No, actually, I'm not." You know, but I think this time might be it. I think we might be able to drag him out every once in a while for special occasions if we need to. But um, I think he's kind of done though. I mean, I, I, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't say I, I, I would not love to see the Highwaymen versus the Barrio Brothers at least once. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, Cuban Assassin and Ricky Santana versus uh, myself and Butch with Ferrari and Star managing. Uh, whether that whether or not that's going to happen, I don't know. I, I personally would love that match. That is on on a bucket list for me. Um, but again, a lot depends on 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 Butch and and whether or not he would feel up to doing it. Well, thank you very much for everything you've done for this business, Butch Long. Uh, the Bone Crusher is one of a kind, um, multiple tag team champion with the Suicide Messiah. Um, as I said, one of the members of, that you said when he wrestled on WCW, the one match I got to see with him was with Big Bubba Rogers. Uh, yes. So that was another one. Um, of course, uh, uh, Ray Trailer, uh, one, one of those. Um, last week, uh, we didn't get to uh, report, um, that, but we're going to announce it now. Um, last week, British superstar Lionheart um, passed away at the age, I believe it was 36, I believe it was. You know, I did see something when I was, when I had a chance to scroll through Facebook while we were traveling. Um, I didn't get to read exactly what happened, but that's young. He was uh, the um, rain, I think reigning champion of ICW. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, forgive me, my notes are over on my phone charging. <laughs> um, but it is what it is. Um, we do wish the best for his family. I hear that the WWE has granted. Um, some of their performers to um, do a tribute show over in the United Kingdom. So that's uh, going to be a great show to raise money for the family. Can I, I, I want to add something into that, if you don't mind. A lot of people like uh, like uh, like dumping on WWE for some of the choices they've made. Um, I'll use the Saudi Arabia shows as a, as a prime example. A lot of people like dumping on them. But the WWE is actually, if you look, especially in the past year, have done a lot of things to help people. Um, you mentioned that show for, for Lionheart. Um, they also um, lent performers to, to help with a benefit for uh, Head Shrinker Samu. Um, people, people, can, people can dump on Vince McMahon and, and, and WWE all they want, but the fact is they're giving back um, in, in one way or another. You might not agree with everything they do. You're never going to agree with everything that someone does. But they are giving back, which is a lot more than these people that are sitting on couches criticizing them are doing. Um, one of the things that they are giving back is for the first time ever, they are going to have live on the WWE Network a non-WWE show. Evolve 131 will be on the WWE Network. Now, coincidentally... That's the night that AEW is having Fighter Fest. That right there should tell you that WWE is paying attention to AEW. They know that people are going to be wanting to watch AEW. And they're trying to provide something to maybe, just maybe, pull some attention away from them. Go ahead, Mark. I know you have something to say about that. Uh, yes, they're paying attention to AEW. Um, AEW is is appears to be doing a lot of the right things as far as wrestlers go. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're doing the right thing as far as business goes. Uh, I'm not criticizing them. I, I hope that they do very well. Um, I think that competition is good. Um, I think that this might end up making WWE 
Because one of the things I, I'm hearing a lot of and reading a lot of is how boring WWE's gotten. And I'll tell you, I watched the, I watched the pay-per-view. Uh, was it Stomping Grounds? Um, yes. Was it last weekend? Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we, we got in the hotel in, in, uh, out in Buffalo. Um, and, man, I was incredibly bored. Um, stomping Grounds is right. I felt like it was stomping me into bed. Um, but... Uh, that being said, to me, it was boring. Um, a lot of fans thought it was boring. I've watched a little bit of AEW. Um, I don't think they're quite there yet to give WWE a run for their money. Uh, I think that this might be laying the gauntlet down a little too soon. Um, and I'm going to say this, and people are going to be so pissed when I say this. Um, and, I, and I don't want to get anybody mad because Evolve is a great product. Um, there's some awesome, awesome wrestlers, and some 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 of the young talent that you're going to see in the WWE someday wrestle for Evolve. That being said, how serious is WWE actually taking this? Because they're putting Evolve on there. Now they're not even putting NXT on there. Um, it's not to cut down Evolve. It's it's to say that that if the WWE was truly taking them seriously, they would load up a card. Even, even if it was just NXT, and try to get that to compete. Well, one of the things that we want to point out there is that NXT superstars will be on this Evolve show. Oh, I'm sure. I, I, again, they, they work closely together, and, and, that's, and that is a good thing. But, but again, we'll, we'll see what happens as far as the card they, they, they put together. Um, I, I'm not totally convinced that they're taking AEW um, all that serious, and nor should they until they actually get the deal with, I think it was... Was it TNT that, that yep. they got the deal with? Yes. Until they actually, you know, are, are putting, you know, weekly or, or monthly, whatever schedule they have out. I, it's hard to take them completely serious yet. Um, don't get me wrong. I mean, they're, they're doing some great things. But I'm still not totally convinced that there's not a little bit of WWE influence behind the scenes with AEW. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I we I mean, we talk about that at home anyways. Is we still think that somehow WWE is at least somewhat involved in AEW. I I think that showing Evolve on the WWE network is different. I think that that's you know interesting. I think it's going to be awesome for Evolve. Yeah. I, I I think the real winner out of this is, is Evolve. Is yes, Evolve. yeah, for I sure. agree with that wholeheartedly. But. Can we can we go straight into WWE making different decisions? How about we do that on the other side of the break? Okay. Okay, because we want to hear about uh, we want to hear about C M B C C B D N D. I got it. Okay, C B D N D. CBD M D. Yes. All right. So well, on the other side of the break, we'll talk about what's going on in WWE. You're listening to Tales of the Highway. You're almost, you're almost insane. All right, guy. All right, Tales of the Highway. We'll be right back. If you're like me and most adults, you have daily aches and pains. One thing that has helped me with the discomfort is using CBD products. I'm not talking about medical marijuana. This has no THC and it won't get you high. There's been a lot of research about CBD helping with inflammation, and I can say from personal experience it does give me some relief. 
The company I recommend is CBDMD.com. They have all sorts of CBD products, oil tinctures and capsules, gummies, topicals, and bath bombs. They even have CBD oil for animals. Check them out at CBDMD.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, CBDMD, you can go look up that um, website and you can order those supplies. And Mark Mandrake is a man who is religious by this product. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience with this, Mark? Oh, yeah, I, I, I swear by uh, their their CBD products. Um, I use the tincture myself, um, I you know, with, with the topicals. Um, you can rub them on, especially if it's something in the knee, shoulders, elbows. Um, it reduces inflammation, um, and it does help with pain relief. Um, they have bath bombs. They have a number of different things, and it does work, and there's no THC. Everybody hears CBD, and uh, for quite a while, they're, oh, I can't take that. That's, that's, that's uh, marijuana. No, it's not the same thing. It's totally different. There's no THC. You don't get high. Uh, it, it's strictly, it's a full-spectrum uh, um, CBD oil. Um, or CBD products. Uh, you also, I believe when you sign up at cbdmd.com, I believe they give you, I think it's 10 or 20% off your first order. Uh, it's definitely well worth checking out. Uh, if you have aches and pains, uh, CBD is being found to be beneficial with plenty, plenty of ailments um, these days and, and uh, you know, fibromyalgia, um, arthritis, so on and so on. I, I could just go on and on about the list of what it helps uh and it's helped me um i've used i've been using cbdmd products for about a year and uh it definitely makes a difference i don't necessarily need help getting off the couch because i'm sore after after a show um (laughs) you know it, it definitely helps it definitely works and i would definitely recommend checking it out well, in addition to their products being great, their customer service is great too. Whenever yes. he has a question or, or th- near, not that we've had a major problem with an order, but there was one time when their website wasn't working correctly, and they really, I mean, they were right on the ball taking care of everything. So, yeah, I mean that's another thing. I mean, not only do they have quality products, but their customer service is top notch. So yeah, one of the things you're gonna see with with, with sponsors. Um, moving forward is is uh, you know we we won't endorse anything that that uh we don't use um use or we don't believe in you know um i I use it religiously um and and any other sponsors that jump on board i i will want to use it before we endorse it um or or one of our other partners will want to use it uh i won't i won't speak highly of something until i've actually used it myself said hey this works well or hey this is garbage we're not going to do this um but cbdmd awesome pleasant experience have nothing but awesome things to say about them so website cbdmd.com uh go check it out and hopefully you guys have some great experience with it you're listening to tales from the highway of Wrestling Podcast. And we are here with the Suicide Messiah, Mark Mandrake. And right before the break, Ferrari here. Got uh, really excited. Got really excited because some breaking news happening earlier this week. We have two new executives in the WWE. One will be running Raw. One will be running SmackDown. 
They both will report to CEO and Chairman Vince McMahon. Here's the odd thing about this. One of them used to run ECW, and the other one used to run WCW. Everything comes full circle, guys. Everything in life. And, I mean, I'll just lay it out here right now. Mark knows why I'm excited. I love Eric Bischoff. (laughs) I'm actually happy that the genius himself... Paul Heyman is going to be on Monday Night Raw. No, I mean, as like all all kidding. Well, not really kidding, but all seriousness right here. Yeah, having Paul Heyman on board is awesome because he has worked backstage at WWE in different aspects, but having him as an executive is probably one of the smartest decisions they've made. And I mean, let's I, let's face facts. I mean, Eric Bischoff did a pretty good job. I mean, there are things that I would say I didn't agree with and Mark will say the same thing. You know, there's stuff there's, but like he said earlier, you're never going to uh, totally agree with what somebody does. In October, WWE Smackdown Live is going to Fox and they want more of a wrestling show. WCW was more of a wrestling show than WWE was back in the Monday Night Wars. True or false? Your opinion. True to a certain extent, they had to move towards more uh, uh, gimmicky aspects of it. You know, you look at Dennis Rodman, you look at, I believe, Kevin Green was on there. Jay um, Leno. Yeah, yeah Jay, Jay Leno, Leno uh, David, David Arquette. Arquette. <laughs> so, I mean, they, they but, but again, though, they were doing that to try to maintain their leverage over WWE at the time. But they also showcased the cruiserweights. Yep. Yeah, that was a big thing that they Chris did. Chris Jericho, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero were all part of that. Dean Malenko, um, Kidman, Hooventude. Yes. I mean, oh, you yeah. can just Go there's a huge list of you know. So it, it, I see where they're definitely were more gimmicky in a lot of aspects, but it made for interesting TV. It was more like the wrestling that we kind of grew up on. You know, there were a lot of gimmicks in the '80s. You know, and yes, yeah, some some of the ones in WCW were really cheesy. Um, and you know, I mean, go ahead and make fun of them, but I'm going to throw the, throw the shout out to three count. Cause, um, that was oh, one of my favorites. You, you went with three count. Uh, I, I we dressed up as three count me and my brother, my cousin dressed up as three count for Halloween. Oh. It's awesome. And I got Shane Helms approval for it. So okay, don't, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. The, the WWE has done some really cheesy stuff. I mean, you look at the gobbledygooker, uh, the goon, um, uh, hey, knuckleball Schwartz. Uh, don't be, don't, don't be hating on that. Um, but I think, I think it's good though. Because I, I, I'm just glad that they are going back to saying like, who were the successful people in wrestling? Paul Heyman, Eric Bischoff. You know, you still have Triple H on board. You know, yes. And I, may, I'm hoping that what WWE is doing is saying, okay. We do really need to kind of throw, like, everything together. Now, at the end of the day, the end-all, be-all still goes to Vince McMahon. Okay, I also want to throw something else out there. Well, this is great that they're bringing in, and we'll focus on Eric Bischoff. um, Because Eric Bischoff did, when he was running WCW, he was under the thumb of, of Turner and and uh, you know their standards and practices quite often he talks about on his podcast uh, uh, you know uh, on a regular basis um 
he's not going to have that type of power in WWE. He also is not going to have the same type of, you know, the same people that were helping him in WCW. He's not going to have guys like Dusty Rhodes, for example, yeah. to, to help guide him, you know. And and so, you know, again, that that all of that stuff plays a role. I mean, it's great they brought Bruce Pritchard back and, oh, yeah. and, right, and yeah, things like that behind the scenes. Let's see where it goes. I just think it's good that they have all these different minds now. And maybe instead of it all being, you know, oh, whatever Vince says, maybe, and maybe some of these guys, especially Paul Heyman, I could see being like, no, Vince, this is the way it's got to go. You know, like, let's just try this. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to bring some compelling TV because both men are are, are incredibly intelligent, Um, especially Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman brought... um, Together, a cult following of hardcore wrestling, Lucha Libre, Matt Technicians between Dean Malenko, Two Cold Scorpio, uh, even Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, and that one. High Flying with Rob Van Dam and the other luchadors. So he knows he can run all different aspects of wrestling, and he can put together some compelling stories. At, at, mm-hmm. he, he, he's quite – he's, he's – Everybody calls him the genius, uh, the mad genius. You know? So, um, but Eric Bischoff, business sense. He ran his ran WCW. It was owned by Ted Turner. He ran WCW, and, and he took it to great heights. Unfortunately, he did not have the backing to maintain those heights, and that was the biggest downfall, I think, of WCW. If Eric Bischoff had the right people behind him that didn't have a whole bunch of hula going on in his ear, mm-hmm. I think WCW could have kept on going too and we might have still had a war or somebody else might have won or lost. Well, I think that, you know, you mentioned it earlier that SmackDown's going to go to Fox with Eric Bischoff having worked with, so closely with a network yes. before. You know, that's kind of that experience. So I think they made the right choice putting him on SmackDown and putting Paul Heyman on Raw. Well, and, you know, I'll, I'll stick with the Paul Heyman thing since you guys are talking about Eric Bischoff uh, like he's a second coming of Christ. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, I said I love him. <laughs> hey, hey, but, but. I was pushing Paul Heyman, but go ahead. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing with Paul Heyman. Um, growing up in Buffalo, uh, they used to come to the Flickinger Center um, once a month. And, uh, you know, of course, wrestling a lot up in the Northeast before we moved down to Florida, we got to know a lot of those guys that worked for him. As a matter of fact, you know, Axel Rotten for three years was, was my tag partner um, up, in the, up in the Northeast. Um, you know, unfortunately he passed away. But, you know, um, the stories that we heard about, you know, working for ECW, ECW, Paul Heyman doesn't get enough credit for them making, you know, ECW was one of the only – quote unquote independent promotions that was able to actually make an impact with WWE where WWE would take notice and be like, oh wait a minute guys. You know, um and and that really should say a lot about Paul Heyman. Was he great at handling money? No. A running joke with a lot of those guys, and I still talk to a lot of those guys is were they gonna get paid? Were they not gonna get paid? Um but as far as running ECW, uh he did an awesome job, uh, in my opinion, and 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 he did. He, he put a nice combination uh, of of 
hardcore and and he brought in a number of japanese wrestlers he brought in a number of mexican wrestlers you know luchadors uh that that made a great product um and there's been plenty plenty of promotions that have tried to duplicate what he's done and so far nobody has even come close to having the success that Heyman has well paul seemed to have and still does seem to have such just a a knack for seeing potential Yes. In certain oh, people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then sticking by and fighting for those people that he sees that potential in. So um, Mark and I talk about this a lot. Loyalty is a huge thing with us. Oh, yes. And that's the good thing with Paul Heyman is he, you know, he sees somebody that he sees potential and he's going to stay loyal to them as long as they stay loyal to him. And that was a huge thing in ECW was not only the loyalty between Paul Heyman and the wrestlers, but the fans and ECW, that was all just a loyalty factor. In a way, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to curve this towards rock steady, but I kind of have to because we, we, we do pattern a lot of the things that we do after ECW in a certain way. Not necessarily a hardcore aspect. I really don't want to go in that direction, but... Except in Christmas time, of course. Well, yeah, Christmas time. You just you know, don't want any more stitches. But, but, yeah, <laughs> anesthetics for bitches. Um, but I, we we do we do go a lot in that direction. I mean, I do ask you know for loyalty from the wrestlers, and and I give them loyalty back. A lot of the guys that 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 we have that that work for Rocksteady um, worked. You know, I, I I was one of their agents when when we worked in W in WXW as well, and they know that I I would take some of the flack if they did something wrong to stick up for them just so they didn't have to take it. And that would, and that helped build that loyalty. I don't mind taking the bullet for somebody if I know that they're going to have my back. Um, the thing is if, if, you know, and, and Heyman was the same way. Um, Heyman gave, you know, very inspirational speeches, especially before that very first pay-per-view. A number of people mentioned before that very first pay-per-view where uh, I believe Terry Funk won the title. Uh, was it Terry Funk won the title on that first one? I know Funk was in it. Funk was um, in it. I might have been Raven that won it. I, 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 I actually thought that one went to a, a, a sixty-minute triple threat draw. I all I remember is look at that. is is on one of the documentaries they had they had they had Heyman giving the, the you go speech social at locker room media queen. Uh, you know they 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 had Heyman giving uh, giving a speech at locker room before the before the very first uh, pay per view, and um, it it there there really wasn't a dry eye. Um, amongst any of the wrestlers because they worked so hard to get there. And a lot of that was due to loyalty. Uh, loyalty played a huge role in that, and um, it was very important. And, and that's why people say whatever they want about Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman was, was, was instrumental in putting ECW and independent wrestling to a certain extent on the map. All right, we're talking barely legal, right? I think that was the first one. In, in 1997. One, in, in one of the show's main events, Terry Funk defeated the Sandman and Stevie Richards in a three-way dance to earn an immediate title match against ECW World Heavyweight Champion Raven, which Funk also won okay. to then win the ECW World Heavyweight Champion. I knew there was a triple threat match in yes. there somewhere. Yep. <laughs> so it was like yep. a... Triple well, threat into a championship match. And, and literally, if people remember that, literally, like... They didn't. You didn't really even get to see Funk make his way to the back. They the, the pay per view feed cut off right then and there, and and I mean they had just just made it under that limit. 
um, as, as far as time because you had to buy t- satellite time at that, yes. and their satellite time had run out. So they had cut off, like literally, like they they if they would have been even a half a second too late, you would have missed the pin. Loyalty is a big factor in wrestling. Uh, if you want to be in the right promotion, um, there are some people that are going to fend for themselves and they're going to do what they want. Um, and that brings up a very interesting point because I think we need to clarify something from our May 12th show. May, May 11th? No, no, May 12th on our show. Oh, our May 12th uh, yes, podcast. Podcast yes. show. Podcast show. Uh, that show. That show. You God. know the, the old J&J Wrestling podcast? We had a conversation about the changes coming to Outbreak Entertainment. And one of those changes was moving from and dis, uh, disengaging from prestige wrestling entertainment and making it, making it clear we were not associated with them anymore and we moved to Rocksteady Wrestling, um, that we were doing podcasts next week. You will actually be introducing your new podcast Mandrake's MMA Hour. Of course, the first show will be two hours. <laughs> There's a lot to cover in that There's first one. one. It keeps it's changing. International, <laughs> International Fight Week is next week. Um, so... There's a lot going to go on with that one. Um, so we're looking forward to Mark Mandrake and uh, the, the Don, Don Vincenzo, joining you to talk about that. Which I'm sure we'll argue plenty. Oh, you uh. two tend to do that pretty often <laughs> enough. I argue all the time. I was in a car with you. Well, 24 <laughs> hours Actually, both ways. No, yeah, 24 hours both ways, plus we were with Vince the entire time. So, like, seven days straight. Mark slept a lot, so it was okay. okay. <laughs> um, but I, 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 I think we should clarify um, clarify a few things regarding our our leave from PWE. Um, I, I have worked very hard to keep the fans, all the drama and bullshit, and same thing with the fans uh, or the, the, the workers. Um, I, I don't look the kid that runs it. He's a Mark. He tried wrestling training that didn't work out for him. So he tried running shows all the power to him. Look, man, he seemed like he was serious. That's why I want to help him. Um, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to bash him. I don't, I don't, I don't really care what he does. I, I really, now, again, I don't look at anybody's competition. I, 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 you know, I even tell the workers, look, work wherever you want. Well, that was great up until last week. What some people don't realize is my father was in for very serious surgery. Uh, it was surgery that there was a pretty high probability he could die in. Uh, and <clears throat> the kid that runs PWE knew this. Uh, he knew when I was going to be up in New York. He knew exactly what the surgery entailed. Um, look, I'll be straight up. I mean, I was on the phone where I actually cried about it to him because I was scared. You know, it's my dad. I don't want my dad to die. Um, 
So that's fine. But then when you go and you take a poke at me, when I'm in the hospital waiting to see if my father pulls through surgery, and I got to sit here and I have to see you taking pokes at me and start, you know, trying to stir the pot. I lose all respect for you at that point. <clears throat> I can hate someone's guts, and I don't really hate anybody. But if they're, if a close family member was going through that type of a surgery, I'd leave them alone. I, you know, I might even wish their family member the best, but I probably wouldn't because I wouldn't want it taken the wrong way. But I would not poke at them. I would not try to start trouble with them. So... Here it is, plain and simple. Um, he wants to be that low and that petty. Go for it. I think that we have a better product. I, you know, um, do I wish him the best? Yeah, of course I wish him the best. I wish everybody the best. Look, it's only going to help indie wrestling. But I will say, the guys work for him. I won't book him. Um, you know, everybody. Yeah, you, know, you, you hear the independent worker thing. Oh, I'm an independent worker. I can work wherever I want. Yeah, good for you. I'm an independent booker. I can book whoever the hell I want. And I got plenty of people that want to work. Um, and and that's and that's very much how it is. Um, if you're going to disrespect me by taking a shot at me when I'm waiting to see if my father's going to live, um, well, I really hope you don't sense this. But quite honestly, fuck you. Now, let's be very clear. The Suicide Messiah will only be found in one of two places when it comes to wrestling. And that is going to be Rocksteady Wrestling or if he makes a rare appearance at WXW. Other than that, you will not see the Suicide Messiah or Ferrari, for that matter, at any other wrestling shows in Florida or even in the Northeast. You'll be under Rocksteady or he will appear at WXW. And that's the only place you will see the Suicide Messiah Mark Mandrake and Ferrari. You will not see him at PWE. He is no longer PWE champion. He's the Rocksteady heavyweight champion. If you want to see him come out on August 10th, we will be giving you all the details of that by next week. And we look forward to seeing you there to watch him team with Ferrari. It's going to be August 10th. Let's just make it clear. August 10th, it's going to be Ferrari. And Mark Mandrake, the Suicide Messiah, going against the Cuban assassin, Fidel Sierra, and Fantasy. You want to see him wrestle? Show up to Rocksteady 3. And trust me, you will not want to miss it because, quite honestly, I'm looking down for the girls to go wild in that ring. Yeah, we're definitely going to, you know, take it to each other. Um, I just want to add to what Mark said. Um, from a business aspect... Um, more wrestling is good wrestling. You know, I, I want to see the wrestling business succeed. Um, but that means having knowledgeable, successful people making the right decisions and doing the right things. Um, like Mark said, we've tried to keep everybody out of any backstage drama that might be there between the whole situation. Um Business-wise, Outbreak Entertainment, LLC, Rocksteady Wrestling, 
Mark Mandrake, Ferrari, they're all in line. The podcast, Tales from the Highway, Mark Mandrake's MMA podcast. You know, we're going to George few, Martell's George podcast. Martell's podcast is joining us. Um, these are all things that are working together. Rocksteady Wrestling is not PWE. PWE is not Rocksteady Wrestling. PWE is its own entity that we are not involved in. Um, I thought we would had made that pretty clear over the last few months, but apparently we haven't because we still get asked by other wrestlers and fans. Um, and things have even been said, you know, when people have been listing promotions that are in Florida, putting PWE and Rocksteady literally side by side. We are not the same thing. We are two completely different entities. What PWE does has nothing to do with what we do. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to go ahead and we're going to dig into a little more WWE um, because there was some stuff that happened on Monday Night Raw and Tuesday night on SmackDown. Including the return of the Undertaker. And I, you're listening to Tales on the Highway. If you're like me, and most adults, you have daily aches and pains. One thing that has helped me with the discomfort is using CBD products. I'm not talking about medical marijuana. This has no THC and it won't get you high. There's been a lot of research about CBD helping with inflammation, and I can say from personal experience it does give me some relief. The company I recommend is CBDMD.com. They have all sorts of CBD products, oil tinctures and capsules, gummies, topicals, and bath bombs. They even have CBD oil for animals. Check them out at CBDMD.com. And if you want to go ahead and get great oils and supplements to go ahead and help you with pain, you want to go to cbdmd.com. Mark is religious when it comes to these products, Mark. Yes, yes. Again, I can't, I can't talk about uh, how awesome uh, CBDMD products are. Um, their customer service is top-notch. I strongly recommend it if you have aches, pains, um, ailments, things like that. And again, uh, I do want to throw out there just for legal things that, uh, you know, again, the FDA hasn't said, oh, this stuff works, but I can tell you from personal experience, it works. This past Monday night, on Monday Night Raw, there was a two-on-one handicap match between Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre and... The best in the world, Shane McMahon. I should have timed that one. I think that was the longest one yet. I'm getting good at this, you know. You are. When all of a sudden, when he was going from coast to coast, the appearance of the Undertaker. 
I put up a poll about Undertaker versus Goldberg. Does anybody really care? Now, <laughs> does anybody really care the Undertaker's back again? I, I, I didn't watch Raw, um, so I don't know what the crowd reaction was. Um, oh, crowd reaction was strong, but it is the Undertaker. But yeah. after you did you get to see Undertaker versus Goldberg? Have you seen Undertaker? Wait, wait, rephrase this. Okay, let's start with this picture. Did you guys even care to watch Undertaker versus Goldberg? Um, I care enough that I'll probably watch it at some point. <laughs> it, 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 it actually, it's, it's not so much about caring. Honestly, uh, we, we haven't seen it because, um, y- you know, uh, uh, we just haven't had the time right. uh, with going up to New York and everything. Do I want to see it? Yeah, I want to see it. Um, you know, I I, 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 I want to see the whole show. Uh, I, I, you know, from what I heard or read, you know, again, and it's the internet because if you're on the internet, it has to be true, right? Must be. Um, but, uh, you know, a, a lot of people were complaining about the show. But, again, a lot of people are complaining they're doing Saudi, you know, that they're uh, doing shows in Saudi Arabia. Um, that being said, I, I don't, I, I want to see it for myself. Um, uh, you know, you mentioned about does anybody care about the undertaker uh i take a different approach to it does he still sell merch yes so that tells me that people care yeah i mean if he's still making them money then why not i mean the the article that i have up here with the results um made mention that why are they using undertaker when they have so many other guys they could have put in that spot that would have benefited more um, but you know, Mark makes a good point. Undertaker still draws. He still sells merch. Still makes the money. So, you know, again, I at the end of the day, and the WWE has perfected this, in my opinion. People argue this, saying that houses are down and so on and so forth, and that's why they're making changes. But WWE looks at who makes money, and if you make them money. You're 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 gonna be featured again. Yeah, there's tons of people that could take Undertaker's spot, but would they make as much money or put as many asses in seats as the Undertaker does? Well, they definitely will show up to see the Undertaker. I cannot say the same thing for the still number one contender to the Universal Championship and the still number one contender to the Raw Women's Championship. Both are now on the line in a mixed tag team match. WWE's even stealing our ideas. <laughs> um, it's title, all titles are on the line. It's winner take all. Uh, the challengers are the... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Baron Corbin uh, and Lacey Evans. And they'll be taking on the man and the man. Did they so winner take all? So if Baron Corbin pins Seth Rollins, then he is the women's champion. No, oh, yeah, no, no. Right? He's the universal. <laughs> he becomes universal champion. Lacey Evans becomes women's champion. So um, I think uh, let's go back in time. In 2008, there was a mixed tag team match. It was Kofi Kingston and Mickey James, both reigning Intercontinental and women's champion at the time. They took on the Glamazon Beth Phoenix and Santino Morella, and Beth Phoenix pinned Mickey James. I, I actually, actually, I think Beth Phoenix may have pinned Kofi. I have to look at that one. But nevertheless, they won the titles, and it. And so it's, there is a precedent for it. 
not for the world titles being on the mm-hmm. line, but it, there is a precedent for this match. I I see WWE is trying to, you know, make a you know the the whole is more than the sum of its parts with the team of Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. Um, I I don't know. I just. I don't like it. <laughs> I just don't well, like it at you, all. You all know how I, I feel like about... I like Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch being together, <sighs> like, in in real life and on TV, but the other two, not so much. Now we have the Southern Sassy Charisma Vacuums. That, that sounds like a... But, I mean, you know that what? sounds like but a door-to-door he, vacuum. Still, but he still has an awesome theme song. Well, just remember that, okay? He still has an awesome theme song. Apparently, he's doing something right, and he's making somebody in the offices happy, or else he would not be getting this shot. Do you do you believe that? Well, yeah, that's absolutely right. I mean, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. He's doing his job. Um, obviously, they like what he's doing, even if the crowd hates him, like, and legit hates him. <laughs> in, in, in 2002, uh, you know, back in the day on Yahoo chat, you know, I'm saying everybody go on, you know, the chat lines and talk wow. about how they felt, right? Everybody complained that, oh, Triple H is taking up time. Triple H is not pushing anybody. Triple H is doing that. I'm like, well, uh, how do you react to that? I was like, we boo him. I was like, great. They ain't going to do shit. Mm-mm. Well, what that's going to do is that's going to say, oh, cool. He's getting the reaction we want. He, they're booing him. They don't, we, we, don't, we don't like him. You, if you don't want somebody on your TV, don't give him a reaction at all. That's why Bobby Lashley's not giving as big of a push as he used to because nobody's the, giving him a reaction lately. But the beauty thing about TV is they can just pipe in whatever reaction that they want. That is true, too. And here's, and here's the other thing. The same people that were bitching about Triple H now are singing his praises. That is true. And you know what? I, 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 I have never had a problem with Triple H. I thought he was doing the right thing here. He did put people over in those matches. He just didn't let the, they just didn't win. They made Bubba Ray look like a million bucks in the ring. Okay, if you can make Bubba Ray Dudley look like a million bucks in the ring, you did your job because Bubba Ray was not a finesse guy in the ring. He made Bubba Ray look good in a match. That's what Triple H did. Triple H. Triple H is one of those guys that that, that has traditionally been able to make almost anybody look look good in the ring um, because he he can work to his opponent's weaknesses um, to, to make anybody look good. Uh, you know, again, I, I've never really hated on Triple H. I, I, you know, I've heard the thing about Triple H keeping this person down, that person down. It's funny. Triple H has gotten more heat for that than most of WCW's locker room that was filled with that shit. Uh, yeah, I believe Hulk Hogan held a lot of people back down, it felt like, anyway. I mean, finally in, like, late 1999-2000, he started giving a shot to, like, Billy Kidman, but, you know... We saw how that turned out. You know, became cruiserweight champion a couple times. Yay! It's you know again. It's you know you guys mentioned about Baron Corbin and, and doing something right. I, I I he he and actually what what's funny is you mentioned about him being like a like a vacuum, and charisma, that actually charisma vacuum. charisma vacuum and that actually was I I you're not the only one that's used that. I've seen that used by someone else online uh, when. The pay-per-view was on a Sunday. I was scrolling through Facebook or something like that. Um, Are you sure it wasn't James? No, it was not James. <laughs> it was somebody else. It was somebody else that 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 unfortunately I don't think listens to this podcast and probably should. Uh, but uh, it was somebody from up north. It was a friend of mine from up north that used the same the same term. So you're not the only one that's, that that calls him that. 
That's funny because there was an article about Baron Corbin and how people actually do like this guy, which is scary. You know, I don't know. And, and I actually put, you know, there was a, first of all, let's get into the story here. Um, Seth Rollins and Will Osprey had a kind of a back and forth uh, about, um, <laughs> about you know, WWE is better than Seth Rollins because, you know, you make a lot of money. And Will's like, okay, well, this is what we do over here. And, you know, like, and he said something about Baron Corbin and something about Baron Corbin sucks. Well, I actually agree. Baron, I, I don't like Baron Corbin. I think he absolutely does suck. Uh, I mean, you know what? I'm not going to disregard him being a great athlete. Okay? Yes, he is a former Golden Gloves boxing cha- uh, champion. He's actually a former NFL player. He is a former United States champion. Okay? Uh, I got news for you, Baron Corbin. If you faced Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 16, to, WrestleMania 2000, you would have never won that match. Matter of fact, you would have lost in eight seconds, okay? But you did beat Kurt Angle in the late years of his career, and even Angle had some good matches in that late time of his career. He's a great athlete, but you know what? A lot of the game is... In wrestling is charisma, the it factor, and I just don't feel he has that. No, um, wrestling now has gotten to the point you 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 don't have to be the greatest wrestler to be a great superstar. If that makes sense, um, if 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 you're a good talker. And you can talk asses in the seats, then you can get by with not being the greatest wrestler in the world. Baron Corbin definitely is not the greatest wrestler in the world, and I don't think he really is all that great of a talker either. Um, which means he's obviously making someone happy, um, you, you know. And and look, if he does everything he's told, that really, I mean, I mean, again, if he does everything he's told by by creative, by 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 you know Triple H, whoever, that's going to keep him around, and you know that that's the job security for him. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, two out of three falls. I want to bring that up because if you happen to look at your results there. You've noticed that there were on Monday Night Raw, between Monday Night Raw and Tuesday Night SmackDown, there were three, two out of three falls matches this week. How many? Three. Really? That's a lot. There's a reason for it. Apparently, they are not, they're doing two out of three falls, so they're not performing during commercial breaks. Oh, I see what you mean. Hold on. No, it wasn't exactly... I've heard of that. It wasn't exactly two out of three falls for oh, everything. Oh, no, 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 no. They were considered two out of three falls. Or as they say, two out of three fall match. Um, I would just say the contest is scheduled for the best two out of three falls. But they, they, here's the thing. It's just so that the entire match is on the show. They're not wrestling during the break. Oh, see, on Raw, I don't see a two out of three falls There match. was. I see um, that there was a sing- supposed to be a singles match between Alexa Bliss and Naomi. That, that then, turned into one. That then turned into a tag match. Mm-hmm. 
So that's not really like a two out of no, three no, false no, no. match. There, yeah. Nevertheless, there's going to be a lot more of these apparently. Right. There, no, I can understand that for TV, they're splitting up segments. Yes. They're, so that they fit, you know, around the commercials. They have to do that for advertisers, though. There, there, there might be a okay. And I read about this, and 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 again, it's the internet, so it has to be true. Must be um, true. But I guess McMahon mentioned this. Vince McMahon mentioned this in a meeting. Hey, why don't we stop action during television commercials? You know, which okay, I guess that can kind of make some sense. Um, there's other ways to do that than make two out of three falls or or what have you. You could still have action go on and have it be pitcher and pitcher. There are sports that do that. Uh, I believe football might be. Well, one WWE of them or what has you. done that before, where they've actually shown split screen. Through commercial breaks, but they're going to be stopping that apparently. Yeah. So. Yeah, but no, I see. I see what you're saying. They did. They split up some matches where they had. Yeah. I, so I agree. Yeah. Okay. So say like, uh, okay, they're on the outside. Uh, the last move. Okay. Like Seth Rollins is taking on the vacuum. Okay. Does this flying dive out of the ring? Okay. Knocks them down. They're both on the outside of the ring. Yeah. We should be able to go to commercial break. They can fight around the ring a little bit, but get back to that same spot. But right by the time the commercial comes back out. May have both men down for a moment, you know, and back into the match right where we're at. You don't get counted out because the referee's going to come out and he's going to be like, "Yeah, get back in the ring," you know, for the live crowd. And then when you come back, here you go. Okay, one, two. The referee's counting as they come back. Well, in a way, that's what they used to do. Yeah, um, that's what they and, used to and, do. And 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 I don't. I really don't. And again, I, I'm sure you know. <laughs> look, McMahon's been more successful than me at this, so. You know, I'm sure he he has a very good reason for wanting to do this. I don't know what it is, um, but again, I wasn't at that meeting. I wasn't a fly on the wall, and none of us were, um, so we can only assume. Um, but yeah, I, I if 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 that's how they're going to do it, is have numerous two out of three falls. Uh, uh. Well, I, I mean, they're trying different things. Like I said, like it was a singles match between Alexa Bliss and Naomi that then turned into a tag match. Um, and then there was, um, what was the other one? It was Kofi Kingston versus Sammy, oh. and then yeah. Kofi Kingston yeah. versus Kevin Owens, like, you know, with the commercial break splitting right. the two matches. Right. Um, I'm sure, like Mark said, I'm sure there's a reason that they're doing it. Um, I always looked at it like if you missed a little bit of action in the commercial break, that's what makes going to the live event so much better is that you don't miss anything you get to see everything that happens i agree before the match after the match throughout the match after raw goes off the air they almost always do some sort of segment or match after raw goes off the air that you only see at the live event so i don't know i'm sure there's some sort of reason why they're doing it but i don't i don't know yeah no i'm 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 huge on that uh, I, 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 are you signaling you're waving that? Oh, okay. I was going to say you were waving that around like you were shaft. We're just all um, fidgety now. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm, I'm huge on that. Look, it's, it's going, going, watching on TV is great. Going to a live show should always be part of that experience. The, the goal should be, you want people to, to, to watch both. You want people to watch, watch it on TV, but you also want people to go to the live show. Uh, if they can, because that way they get the full experience, um, and 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 that that goes for independent shows as well. It's it's great if these independent shows are going to post matches online, but 
if you're not going to do anything special at your live show, then why am I going to pay money for a ticket if I know you're just going to release the match within the next two weeks? So, so with that said, since you just said that here, um, I, I encourage you to go watch the Suicide Messiah versus the Cuban Assassin. It is posted online. Um, you can find it somewhere. And then you come out on August 10th, and you can watch them and the girls fight, and you can just see how well it's going to be. We'll have all that details next, uh, next week on the, uh, on the podcast here. Um, Tales from the Highway. So, yes. uh, uh, so yeah, get a chance to go watch that and enjoy it. Okay, we're much better live. Yeah, oh yes, much better live. Uh, of course, you know the only thing is, is that you know my mother did want to point out that she was not a big fan of Cuban's backside, which would have to be in her face cut a few times. Nevertheless, um, at least he didn't have gas. That is true. Especially, you got to be careful. He's Cuban. Um, <laughs> Yeah, those Spanish beans, man, they'll do it to you. They will do it to you. Um, Ferrari. Huh. Me and you are traveling. Well. We're traveling. It's nowhere near the traveling in Mark and I just well, did. You just did yeah, nowhere near the traveling you did. No, we only have to go we only have to go only to Sarasota. Oh, that's fine. Um is tacos to go pre pre Tacos, tacos, tacos. Fighting for a cure six. With 100% of the proceeds benefit the American Cancer Society. Joe Cool will be a guest on the show um, one week out prior to that. So that's a big moment here. Um, and, of course, uh, that's going to be at the White Buffalo Saloon in uh, Sarasota, 5377 Macintosh. We're going to be there doing the podcast. Um, of course, WWE Hall of Famers Mick Foley and Soul Man Rocky Johnson, or as he's putting it, Rock and Stock 2.0. David Mercury will be there. uh, Zach Monstar and Chuckles the Clown will be at that event. I'm looking forward to that. We're going to get some money raised. It's also my birthday fundraiser on Facebook. So if you want to go ahead and donate there, it will go to the American Cancer Society. It's going to be a good time. I think we're going to have a blast, especially because there's going to be tacos there. Yes. We like tacos. I love tacos. We love tacos. (laughs) We love tacos. Um, Fantasy is called you overweight. You called her old. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Neither of which are untrue. I will will admit it. I will admit my... (laughs) However, um, within the next couple weeks, we're going to be showing some footage of you getting ready for this match with Fantasy. Eating tacos. (laughs) No, no, no. No, we're not going to show that footage. I promise. We should. We should. Well, well, we might show that footage because we're going to be... Who doesn't want to watch me eat tacos? Come on now. But, no, seriously, we're going to show footage of you getting ready for your match. And plus, you're going to get ready because you want in on the Internet Television Championship. You uh, yeah. Made, you, you, the the I social think I media. Made, I think I made a very good point. I am the social media queen of the Internet Highway. Why shouldn't I? You know, who wants step up? Step up, boys. Who wants to fight me for the Internet Championship? You know, tell the GM. Tell the GM that I want the in. The GM. The GM. The GM. I want in of on the Internet title. Yes, and, and, and here's a big thing right here. August 10th is going to be a big crucial date because the GM will be looking not only for participants to be in the Internet Television Championship Tournament, but there will be at least another number one contender named to go in with 
ERA and Kennedy Kendrick in that match will be in September. Right. So we're looking forward to that. Um, of course, well, I'm sure we'll see ERA and Kennedy Kendrick um, in, in August. We'll be uh, getting more information about them. Uh, and I'm sure they still have some heated words for each other. That hopefully we'll hear what they say. I'm sure they probably have some... I know Kennedy's already sent me plenty of messages saying, I hate you. That's all he's been sending uh, as I hate you. You know, he that's his favorite line. Um, you know, and I know ERA, ERA is still very, very happy to be a new dad. Um, I think she's six months old now. So I saw something, a cute video earlier about the, the pulled baby. Herself, so. Pulled herself up on yeah. her crib. That Trump, was so she's very cute. cute. Um, oh, so, yes. I mean, I know that he's got other things on his mind, too, but... Um, I'm sure that he will let himself, you know, let his his uh, thoughts be known. And, and real quick here, ladies and gentlemen, if you get a chance on YouTube, ERA and his brother are doing a uh, podcast mm-hmm. um, talking about uh, NBA. Um, he's a big fan of basketball, so if you want to get a, a chance to check that out, you can go on his YouTube channel, um, Ernest R. Alexander, um, and you can go ahead and listen in on anything happening with NBA. So if you're a basketball fan, hey, tune on in. All right. Your girlfriend's favorite wrestler will also be your girlfriend's favorite basketball analyst. I like that. Yeah, it was pretty good. Wasn't I it? like that. Yeah. So, so okay. social media, internet, uh, highway queen here. Yes. Okay. So, I, I I noticed that you had your your tablet, you had your cell phone, you had two laptops mm-hmm. going here. Mm-hmm. I, I could have sworn there was some other machine that was sitting there too. Um. There's uh, yeah. The my my Google Pixel. The iPad, the two laptops, and then Buddy the Lemur has his own cell phone because he squirreled my old one away. So um, you did take all the pictures off that first, did you? I don't got anything to be ashamed of on there. What kind of girl do you think I am? I noticed a picture <laughs> that you were selling at Christmas Batch when you were much younger, but you know, oh, anyway, yeah, that one, yeah, okay. that anyway. one's fine. Yeah, that one's fine. So, uh, anyway. Um, <coughs> I, it, I, I'm just throwing this out here. It is called Tales from the Highway. And you said that, you know, yeah, yeah, Mark you know, and I have a lot of tales yeah, from so, the so, highway. Yeah, so, let's talk about that picture, okay? So, oh, you want to talk? Uh, yeah, let's, okay, let's talk, let's talk about, about let's the talk picture. About. Ladies and gentlemen, we've That'll already said the, we've, we, we, the we've already said the F word on the show. Yes, it was bleeped out. I'm sorry, Mark. We had to. We probably said the SH word about twice, which is fine. I'm not going to say it again. I it said I said it once, too. Did you? Oh, you did. I okay. did. Yes, I did. I was good today. Shame on me. You, you, were, you were so far good. Yeah, we so, have time. So <laughs> let's talk about the hand bra. The hand bra. The hand bra picture. I like, I like that. Yeah, yeah, the hand bra picture. So how that came about, um, and I'll have to find it for you so you can go ahead and put it up there if you want. Are um, you allowed to? Huh? I don't know. It's up to you. What, I don't know. What kind of uh, censorship sure, you know, protocols we got, we, do we, we have we, here? We got to find out what Facebook says. Have you posted on Facebook before? Actually, I think I've seen I it think on Facebook. I think it is yeah. on Facebook, actually. Yeah, so, okay. I think so I know exactly we, where Maybe we can do it. Um, uh, well, YouTube, I don't think they have any censorship here. So, yeah, 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 YouTube. Okay, here and we go. Really, there's, it's, it looks like a bikini top, really. But anyways, how you know, that... You should actually make a bikini top that actually has hands. That looks like hands? Didn't they make one already? I don't know. I don't know. But how that came about, when Mark and I moved to Florida 12 years ago, we had decided we were going to stop wrestling. Yes. So that was, you know, 12 years ago, he had his last match in, in Buffalo, we were done. Um, I can't, yeah, that didn't work out, did Yeah, it? of course not. Um, 
I can't remember about how much longer. I have to find out how long WXW's been in Florida. I think it's been 11 years. So I think it was almost a year later. Mark was on the phone with Samu, head shrinker yep. Samu. Yep. And Sam said, you know, hey, you know, you haven't been wrestling. And, and Mark's like, yeah, brother, I think I'm done. And he goes, well, don't be done yet. He's like, why don't you put on your gear, take a few pictures. I'm not trying to, like, spoiler alert or anything, but Samu said Afa was moving down to Florida and would be starting WXW. So Mark and I were like, all right, well, went in the closet, pulled out the gear, took some pictures, took, pulled out the barbed wire two by four, took some pictures with the barbed wire two by four. And we're like, what else can we do? What else can we do for pictures? Mark, 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 Mark has enjoyed it because this picture was definitely hands on. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, at the time, when we moved down here to Florida, I had lost a lot of weight. I was super skinny. And um, we drew some inspiration from uh, Diamond Dallas Page and his ex-wife, Kimberly. Because yes. there is a very similar picture of the two of them. And Mark said, why don't we do this? I said, well, it's a good thing you got big hands. Because <laughs> i got some cantaloupes going on here. <laughs> and, um Cantaloupes and uh, watermelons, you know. I mean, they're somewhere in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, the picture I thought turned out pretty good. Um, it um, definitely gets attention whenever we put it out. So. Folks, folks, just know they do bounce. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, and they're real, and my back hurts all the time. Just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, and uh, and I'm pretty sure that if you two ever got into it, he'd be in trouble because you'll be beating him up with four fists. Okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Yeah. So uh, he might be happy about two of them, though. Oh, right. Yeah. So um, um, yes. Uh, so uh, we're gonna get that footage of you getting ready for the um, for the matchup, the mixed tag mayhem. Um, and I'm calling it's called Miss Mixed Tag Mayhem. And the reason that I believe it's going to be mixed tag mayhem is because, quite honestly, I don't think there's going to be any control by the referee in this match. Especially oh, we're between gonna, you we're going to have a referee? Mm. <laughs> uh, sorry, Brian. You're going to have a long night, I think. Well, maybe, maybe we might have to call Jimmy. Jimmy. We have to call Jimmy on this one to help you out here. But, um, yeah, it, and it's going to be mayhem, I believe. It's going to be mayhem between you and, and Fantasy. Maybe not so much between Mark and Cuban. But definitely between you and fantasy. Yes, for sure. So, and um, we look forward to that at Rocksteady 3. Yeah, I definitely encourage everybody to come out. It should be a great show. Um, there's a number of awesome things we have lined up for it. Um, I do want to, I know you guys talked about this already, and I had to step away. Uh, to take a phone call. It was not from the anonymous GM, actually. Um, I've actually been a good boy lately. Um, but the fighting for a cure. You, um, did, you did sign the contract. That's why he was waiting on the other guy. Yeah, well, you know. Um, the fighting for a cure, though, um, the, 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 all the proceeds go to cancer research. Um, I definitely do strongly recommend everybody go out to that. It goes to an amazing cause. Um, I'm not ready to get into it right now, but cancer hits really close to home, yeah. uh, especially right now for me. Um, 
with a family member. Uh, so, you know, definitely if you can go out and support that cause, um, I, I wrestled on a couple of the first ones. Um, it, it's definitely well worth it. Joe does a lot of really hard work for the show. Um, and it's it, it all the money goes towards an amazing cause. I think it's very important that he said it right here on the show, ladies and gentlemen, that he, he puts out all the expenses. And when the proceeds come in from the show, they don't cover the expenses. They actually all go to the American Cancer Society, okay? They have already raised $20,000 in the first five shows. He's expecting to get up to 30000 for this show. So it's going to be an amazing card. Joe Cool will be with us, as I said, in about uh, three weeks. Um, and then we'll be going down uh, for a rare live edition. I know we come in on every Sunday, and we tell you it's Sunday. We do pre-record because we have to edit stuff like Mark cussing, um, and, <laughs> and, and maybe me, me cussing once or twice. Um, but we will do a live show down there. It won't be the normal show that we normally do, where it's going to be on for about an hour and a half, two hours. It's more than likely going to be like a thirty-minute before the show, thirty-minute after the show thing. Um, but nevertheless, we'll be on the air for that week for uh, fighting for a cure from Sarasota, Florida. Uh, listen, you can't beat this right here for a cause of gonna ten dollars for general admission twenty dollars for ringside and then an additional twenty dollars to whatever you pay for the tickets to meet mick foley and rocky johnson which is which which is which is awesome um you know again mick foley you know is alone is awesome rocky johnson has a wealth of knowledge uh and ties to the Anawai family as well so mm-hmm. And in addition, as I said, some of the stars that are going to be there, uh, we have Zach Monstar. He is an up-and-coming superstar. You want to check him out. The tech... Well, so I'm going to get this right here. I almost messed this up really bad. So, The technical alchemist, David Mercury. Of course, Wiley Jean will be at his side. And Chuckles, the king of clowns. Who, by the way, <laughs> so funny watching him crack Jerry swirls over the head with a candlestick. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Chuckles. I appreciate you. you always make me laugh when I need to. All right. Uh, he's got a big match, actually, that just happened this weekend with Scott Steiner. So we'll see uh, next week how he came out of that one. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, definitely go check out this card. I'm um, looking forward to seeing... Uh, that um, that show is going to be a fun night um, coming up. And of course, then we have Rocksteady 3 coming around the corner August 10th. Um, as we said before, the Suicide Messiah and my co-host, the Queen of the Highway, not the social media internet Queen of the... The Queen of the Highway is going to be there. She's going to be mean. She's going to be bad. She's going to be... She's going to be freaking Ferrari. Freaking Ferrari. Yes. Like Seth freaking Rollins. Yes. Freaking, freaking Ferrari. Freaking, freaking Ferrari. Freaky, freaky, freaky Ferrari. Freaky, freaky, freaky Ferrari. Yeah, freaky we got some good we got some good chemistry here, I'm telling you, right? <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, you know what? I think we had great chemistry ever since we had you on the podcast the first time. Yeah. Remember because that, that was the infamous line when we said at any given time on any given card. The card is subject, subject to, to change. change. You know what I just realized? I didn't say the entire podcast. 
Shenanigans. <laughs> Shenanigans. <laughs> Gotta get it in there. And, and, and just for the record, uh, I want to go on the line of saying about shenanigans. When the lights go out and somebody shows up in the ring, that is not shenanigans. Just saying. <laughs> Take that, put that in your pipe, and smoke it. All right, All right. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are going on. We're past an hour. We're past an hour and a half. I think oh, it's time yeah. to close it. Yeah, I think it's time to close it. Mark, once again, as always, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Oh, thank first, you, guys. You are the first guest on Tales from the Highway, which you is are. very fitting because of the fact that you are a highwayman. I didn't even get tell any tales from the highway. Well, that's, we, we were we, talking that's about what we the, did. The, the picture. That was the... Oh, I died to step out for. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. We we told the tale while you while you were taking care of. Uh, of why of you had your hands yeah. on my boobs for a picture? Yeah, <laughs> yes. But it's Samu's fault, really. If you. So. so you can all thank him for that. Yes, <laughs> um, of course. Uh, we always send our prayers to uh, Samu as he is still uh, getting ready for that. Uh, Getting ready for that surgery to uh, replace his liver. Yes. Um, and of course, uh, we wish the best for. The head shrinker himself. Um, so we're definitely looking for some progress there. Uh, also, I'm going to point this out before we close the show. If you get a chance, get on YouTube. And there's an hour-long documentary. Yes. About – Mark, tell us about it, please. Um, it's an hour-long documentary on the Anawai dynasty, um, which uh, is just awesome. Um, the Anawai family – is so rich in history and they trained so many wrestlers that that uh we've watched you know um, years ago and and are still watching today um uh the Anawai family again tag wrestling would not be where it's at if it wasn't for off of the wild samoan and his brother sika um and then of course it went on with uh um uh, uh samu and fatu uh, as a head shrinkers when they were managed with with, with Afa. Uh, the uh, Anawai dynasty is just amazing, and, and it goes all the way back to where uh, High Lord Peter, Peter Maivia. Um, uh, it, it's just it's a great documentary. Uh, they did a really good job on it. It does um, showcase uh, the Wild Samoan Training Center, uh, which if you do want to become a wrestler, um, I, I honestly, I, and, and, and it's, I mean, I've, I've worked for them before. Um, one of the best schools you could possibly go to. Um, you, you will uh, get a wealth of knowledge. I've learned more from uh, the, the Anawai family. And I'm saying that because it's not just Afa. I've learned from Samu. I've learned from Rikishi. You know, I've had the benefit of learning from a number of them. Um, I've learned more from that family in, in, in 20 years of wrestling than probably anybody else. Uh, so I strongly recommend you check it out. Um, I'm sure James, if he hasn't posted, it, will post it on the, uh, the the Facebook for the for the podcast, so you guys can check it out. Strongly recommend checking it out. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get that up there. Uh, either myself or the social media queen of the internet highway, because she's just that damn good at it. Um, we'll get all that information up there, so you can take a look at that uh, wonderful documentary. And um, you know, you mentioned the tag team history with the uh, with that family. You got the Wild Samoans, you got the Head Shrinkers, and now it's the third generation of the Usos. Um, yes. Now. So that's a big thing. Of course, um, some of the newer, uh, new members of the Samoan dynasty 
are coming forth, and one of them is returning to Rock Steady Wrestling, and I'm talking about, I'm talking about Ati Valu. Yeah, I'm actually very excited about that. Uh, I can't wait till he comes back. Um, my hope is that he comes to his senses and he isn't aligned with Justin Michaels. But uh, regardless, um, that, that again, I've said from day one uh, that he's one of the one, one of the guys that we got. That's the future of the business, um, and I, I'm really looking forward to him coming back. I, I reached out to him. We're going to try to get him on the podcast sometime in the next two weeks. Also, sometime in the next two weeks, we're going to have Brittany Diamond on the show. I'm really looking forward to having her on the show. That will be our first, uh, other than Ferrari, it will be our first female guest on the show. So um, that's going to be a great show there. Of course, you said Joe Cool will be coming on after that. We have Fighting for a Cure. And then I would love to give out a new invitation, and this is what I'm going to do. Mark, I'm inviting you back all week before the show. Okay. And I'm also inviting Fantasy and the Cuban Assassin. What are you, what are you nuts? No, see, here's the problem. I can't have Cuban and Fantasy on the show with just Ferrari here. It will not work. You, my friend, your mission that night is to keep her in line. And Cuban's mission should be very well to do the same thing. Uh, I will do my best. I told him he better call the whole Rocksteady security team if he's going to do this. But I agree know. with that. We may need to call Chris and get him involved here for this one. And, and we'll have to do this on a neutral ground, I believe, and we'll figure that all out. But, yes, no, I'm inviting the Cuban assassin, Fidel Sierra, and Fantasy. I'm inviting you to Tales from the Highway. If we need to, I will put it up in Spanish so you can see it, the show's title, okay? I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Okay. I've got a set of group fruits. You know. Why don't we do this? If Cuban Assassin has grapefruits like myself, why don't we do it inside Crazy Dave's Bar? Walk into the lion's den. You down? I'm always down. So if he's okay with that, maybe we do a maybe we do a live podcast from Crazy Dave's. All right, let's make the arrangements, and that will be one week from Rocksteady Three. I say that's a plan. You you look shocked. You ain't like 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 you weren't scared. expecting me to come out he's, with this. I think he's definitely going to be calling Chris now. And- yeah, I think we're going to need our security team. I think we might need... I might even have to call out Don Vinny because, you know, he likes to get physical. I like to see if it happens if he does. Um, we'll have to get Don Vinny. We'll have to get a whole bunch of people just to make sure that things do not come to blows. Uh, I say, very simply put, we'll do a press, uh, press conference style and we'll ask the questions. You guys have an opportunity to answer and we'll do it for the fans. So we're going to do a Crazy Dave's. Maybe we'll go ahead and we'll uh, see if we can open up a little bit of fan interaction for that show. And I'll even go on further. If we can do this, I want to do it where it's free, but I want people to buy drinks at the bar. I, I want people to buy drinks at the bar. I want people to buy food at the bar. Let's make the bar some money. We'll do it for free. You could ask any questions you want between myself, Ferrari, and then, of course, Cuban Assassin and Fantasy. 
and we want the fans to come out and have a good time. So if we can arrange this, let's make it happen. I'm more than happy to do that. I think it's not a neutral site, but Ferrari and myself, we're, we're, we're totally familiar with walking into the lion's den. It's not a problem with us. We, we, we don't have a problem with doing that. So if, so if Human Assassin and Fantasy are okay with this and they want to do it, let's do it. All right. We'll go ahead and we'll make try rate that arrangement for the Crazy Dave's Bar, Cuban Assassin, Fantasy, and the Suicide Messiah, and the Queen of the Highway. There we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Tales from the Highway here on YouTube and Facebook Live. We're going to go ahead and we're going to get um, everything together here. We're going to work on getting onto the Apple platforms. We're going to work on getting... Uh, onto different platforms just other than YouTube and uh, and Facebook. Probably going to go more to YouTube, Facebook to promote, and then, of course, we're going to put our shows on first uh, through the uh, through the Apple network, of course. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're, we're looking at uh, iTunes, iTunes and Spotify. Yeah, iTunes Spotify. So thank you. My, I drew a blank there. It happens. That's okay. Um, and, of course, uh, next weekend, uh, we'll get you the times posted soon. Um, we're going to have Mark Mandrake's MMA hour or two. I think or for the 14. Third, yeah, they were 14. Nah. 14 split over about, you know, a couple weeks. So we'll get that yeah. yeah, so. Um, and, but, no, there'll be plenty of information, especially because it's International Fight Week. Of course, UFC 239. Yes, 239. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, John Jones versus uh, Tiago Santos. Uh, we're going to talk about Uri Faber's return. Uh, we're going to talk about Sean O'Malley being um, suspended for having – uh, trace amounts of the same uh, performance enhancer that he got suspended for a year ago. Um, uh, there's there's a whole bunch. We're going to talk about uh, people being inducted into the uh, UFC Hall of Fame. There's a whole bunch of stuff we're going to talk about, which is the reason why it's going to be longer than usual. There's a lot going on that week. Uh, we're also going to cover the results of uh, of what happened last night um, uh, with uh, Nganu versus uh, Dos Santos. Um, and and move forward with that i i think it's going to be a really good show it's something i've wanted to do for a while um again i've never hidden the fact you offer me wrestling tickets or tickets to mma i'm going to take tickets to mma uh, but that's just me so so we got a lot coming up There's it's, a gonna, lot be fu- it's up. gonna be fun it's gonna be fun except for i'm a little concerned about doing the uh doing the podcast from crazy dave's but i like the idea well you know i know you just want to walk into the den don't you yeah we'll see what happens you know Life is a highway. We want to thank you for our theme song. I appreciate it. It's a great tune. It's gone for years. I know Rascal Flatts recently did a remake. And I want to go ahead and give a shout out. Give me a moment because my screen is coming out here. To Bob Cochran. No, no. Come on. It's Tom Cochran. Cochran. It doesn't look like a Cochran to me. It has an E on the end of it. No, it's it's Tom Cochran. It, it, yeah. it, it, again, maybe maybe they pronounce it differently in the States. Up in Canada, it's Tom Cochran. Oh, that's the Canada. That's, that's what. It, so the E a. is the A. It's Tom Cochran, eh? Tom Cochran, eh? There you go. I like that. There you go. Oh, Canada. Uh, our theme song, Life is a Highway, well, is going to be the theme song of Tales from the Highway. So you definitely want to go ahead and listen to this old classic. I, I love this song. I've always loved this song. So, um, and we'll see you all next week on 
Tales from the Highway. Peace. I'm gonna stay